Hello everybody and welcome to the latest edition <laughs> and the literal latest edition of playing with myself with your boy, your host, your best friend of all time, Sean Christopher and today we're talking about spooky stuff. But before we talk about spooky stuff, let's talk about the most spooky thing of all time. That's how I'm doing. Because, and I'm usually, uh, I'm not the most open about my, I don't know, health, but I feel like today I just feel like I need to talk about it. I don't know. It's weird. But I just haven't been doing good, honestly. I haven't been doing well. I haven't been doing well because, and here's the thing, if I was just doing bad, I could get it, I could get over it. If I was just doing good, I could get over it. But it's just such a weird feeling that I've been feeling lately. And I almost feel, I feel guilty because I have so many people, whether it be wrestling fans or fans in general or friends or loved ones, there's so many people that care about me and love me and support me and all those things. So I feel guilty that I don't feel good, but I just don't feel good, you know? I don't really know how I feel because some days I'll just be, I'll have um, these episodes of like manic, I don't know, manic, I don't know what the words are for it, but I just feel like, like so happy, like so happy for no reason, so happy that I can't even sit still, like I'll be so jittery and so happy about things that I'll have to just get up and just be happy, but then like an hour later it's done and I'm sad. And then I'm really, really sad. I don't even know, like... I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. So it's, it becomes harder and harder every day to answer the question of how are you doing. Because I don't know, usually. It's just... I'm, I don't know. I'll just feel so increasingly... Increasingly not the word for it. I just feel so excited about things that aren't even like real things I'll just feel so excited and so happy for like an hour and then I'll just be really fucking sad the next and I don't know how to do I don't know it'll come to the point where I'll be in the middle of a conversation with somebody and um, I'll be happy I'll be replying I'll be doing all the things and then I'll just be sad and I'll, I won't reply for eight hours because I just don't feel like replying anymore. I don't feel like talking to anybody. And it sucks because my friends deserve better than that, I feel. And my, my support, like all those people that support me, they, they deserve the best version of me. And I can't give it to people because I don't know how I'm doing. I don't know how I'm feeling. It's so stressful. Like I have this, um, <clears throat> this weekend... I have a four-day wrestling weekend. I was just announced for Pro South, so I'll be there Friday. Hell yeah, fucking rod. But I've got a mall show Thursday in somewhere in Tennessee. I can't remember. I think Johnson City. I don't know. I've got Pro South on Friday. I'm in Franklin, Georgia on Saturday for Halloween. And Sunday I'll be in Huntsville for New South's Top Shelf. But I just can't stop thinking of all the stress that surrounds all of that instead of being excited. Like, I'm wrestling in a mall. That's so cool. I've never got to do that before, and I should be excited about it. I, I'm wrestling on Halloween. I'm very, I should be excited about it. I'm going to back to Pro South, and I just, I'm excited to see all the people there, but I don't feel that way. I'm instead over, just overcome with stress about it and stress of how to get to these places because it's so, so difficult to get back and forth to these places, but I don't have a way to do so on my own. I have to rely on other people, and I have to inconvenience so many people just so I can get to my little fucking dumb wrestling shows, and it stresses me, and it makes me so sad every day. So, I don't know. I'm just going to try to look forward to those and stop thinking about all the stress that surrounds it and how, I don't know. I should just be more grateful, maybe. I don't know. I just don't feel... Uh, I don't know, man. It's been weird. It's been weird being me. But I'm going <clears> to <throat> wrap up talking about my feelings and things like that. And we'll get into the premise. I, th 
think that's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. The whole point of this podcast, and that's that it's spooky season, guys. So it's time to get spooky on this podcast. I've promised you a a live reading of fifth grade, fourth grade. I can't remember what grade. Sean, let me read it. Fourth grade, I wrote this in 2007. If you live near a graveyard, it has been signed by a bunch of people. I haven't opened this in years, but I'm very excited to uh, to read it, and I'll read that a little later. That will take the place of story time today. But before we get into that, damn, it's only two pages? <laughs> I really didn't put no effort into this. But, um, yeah, so we'll we'll get into that a little later. I'm very excited about that. I'm very pumped to read this. I haven't read it in so long. But, um... Before that, we have a lot of, uh, I got a lot of responses for the, uh, <clears throat> the question that I put out on the book face. Um, some good, some people like just started answering the questions in the comments themselves, which was really strange to me, but that's fair, dude. You guys are a part of this too. So feel free to answer all the questions that I answer and we can compare answers. That'd be dope. Um, but also before we get into that, I want to shout out. That Among Us game, one more time, that thing has been, damn, it's been keeping me going, dude. The Sus Squad out here repping. Dude, shout out to Sam. Fuck him. But shout out to Sam. Shout out to Caitlin. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Christy, dude. Uh, Faith, every once in a while, she'll come on in, dude. But um, thank you, guys. You guys really don't know how much it means. Um <clears throat> To be able to just talk to people and play a game and forget how much I hate my life sometimes. So, I appreciate that. I do appreciate um, that you guys take the time out of your day to, I don't know, just talk to me. And just to um, just to play games, dude. It's so much fun playing that game and just being, uh, I don't know, being able to play. And being able to hang out with my friends uh, virtually. So, I appreciate that game a lot. Also, thanks... I mean, Chris Cronk shows, Donnie, Donnie Janella comes in, Donnie's kid Uriah pop in sometimes, you know, and kill everybody, Chris Cronk shows up, I just, I don't know, I just want to thank all of you for, um, I don't know, just hanging out with me, whether it be virtually or IRL, I just appreciate it, I need it, I'd be needing that shit, but, let's get into some spooky stuff, dude, first, I want to ask you guys a question, that I want you to answer. You can tweet it. You can Facebook it. You can message me. You can do anything. You can just... <sighs> I want to ask you guys a question. What the hell are you doing for Halloween this year? Like, what is there to do? Like, do we trick-or-treat? Is that a thing? Or are we just dressing in costumes and hanging out at inside? Are you guys going to a, a wrestling show, a music show? I know Chris Crunk has a music show on Halloween, which is cool. Um, What are you doing? What are you doing with your Halloweens, guys? Have you went at any spook houses? Any of them haunted houses? I'm very excited. We got some plans to hit up one haunted house <clears throat> before the season ends. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, what do you got? Just tell me what you're up to. Tell me what you're going to do on Halloween this year. Because it's such an interesting time. Such a, such a weird time. Especially for Halloween. Because you don't know what the fuck. What, what are you supposed to do? You can't just go take candy from people's houses. Because, like, they got to be having COVID, right? Do the candy wear a mask? I don't know. I don't know. But just let me know what you guys are up to this Halloween. I'm very interested to know how people are spending their Halloweens this year. With it being such a <clears throat> a weird time with the COVID-19 and things like that. So let me know. Let me know how you guys are spending your evenings on October 31st. And with that being said, let's get into some of those questions slash topics Let's see what's going down. Let's see what's popping off. My man, Grease Monkey, Ryan Grisham, asked me, who's my favorite supernatural gimmick wrestler? Dude, easy money. The Undertaker, dude. Undertaker is the man. Obviously, that dude can shoot lightning out of his hand. He can turn the lights on and off when he wants to. I saw him shoot a fireball into Paul Bear's face one time. Tell me that dude's not fucking... Tell me he's not working with something behind the scenes, you know? You got to be having some of that devil action to be able to pull off those things. So, the under fucking taker, dude. There's not a... Jesus. Uh, There's not a better 
Not a better supernatural wrestler out there. Take a drink, guys, for every time I take a drink. And you'll die. But let's get into the rest of this. <clears throat> he also asked, talk about some of the Halloween Havoc pay-per-views if you've seen any. I have seen a few. Uh, 97, I believe that's the one with the Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio match that is fucking dope. I think uh, Dylan Lanier, my main man, asked about that one. That's really the only match I feel like I remember seeing from that pay-per-view. I might have seen it before. Uh, because when I first got the network, I went through this whole watch through of WCW because I've heard all the things about it. So I started at the first Nitro and just watched all of them. Man, was that shit fucking crazy. But I don't think I got to 97 yet. So, but I have watched Eddie Guerrero versus <clears throat> Rey Mysterio. So that's like one of the best matches of all time. I think that's universally like known. But, uh, a little nicotine break. But... Uh, Halloween Havoc, dude, my favorite is Halloween Havoc 95, bro, because you get the monster truck match on top of the roof with the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. I can't tell you how many times I've watched just the last two segments of Halloween Havoc 95. It's nuts. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Big Show dies, dude, and comes back to life like five minutes later with no... I mean, I guess he just got into his gear after falling off the roots. Like, fuck, well, that wasn't shit. Let me just go win the WCW World title from Hulk Hogan with the help of the Yeti, a man covered in toilet paper. A mummy, but known as the Yeti. And, yeah, I don't get that either. But that shit was whack. The Giant and the Yeti just hugging Hulk Hogan for, like, five minutes straight. Jimmy Hart turns, dude. Damn. It's a it's a mad it's a mad place to be Halloween Havoc 95. Another one, Halloween Havoc 98 with the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, dude. What a what a match, dude. What an absolute mat classic that is, dude. Uh that's another one. That's another one, dude. I love watching Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. The Flash paper spot. We all know, dude. Hulk Hogan singes his own eyebrows off. Which is great. And then the end just seems all like confusing. I don't know, man. It seems like just shit started popping off in that match. And it's like the it's like thirty minutes of boring wrestling and then it gets to like two minutes of like the best comedy wrestling you've ever seen on accident. So definitely check out Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior Halloween Havoc ninety eight, if you haven't already. Also the sets, dude. The pumpkin set. That shit is so cool. The gravestones has people's names on them. Dude, I love Halloween Havoc sets. That's definitely one of my favorite sets. That is probably my favorite pay-per-view set of all time. It's just Halloween Havoc. Because it's just so cool. Because Halloween's my favorite time of year. I love spooky shit. So, add spooky shit with wrestling, dude. You've got a little 5-year-old Sean Christopher's ass hooked. you got a 22-year-old Sean Christopher hooked on that shit. So, Halloween Havoc sets great ultimate warrior versus hulk hogan hulk hogan versus the giant those are the only two halloween havoc matches you ever need to see don't watch eddie and ray that's too good you need to watch the fucking bad stuff that's where it's at that's the funny stuff that's the stuff that'll keep you going so that's halloween havocs dude thoughts about halloween wedding anniversaries cool as fuck dude stephen hawkins dude i'm sure you have one and that's why you asked that question so um fucking congrats to you and your your wife i hope you guys have a great anniversary great halloween spooky ass anniversary Bershi, you hear me Bershi? anniversary um so i hope the best for you guys i hope it goes well and i hope it's as spooky as you could have ever wanted dude i love it i love it i'd love to have a halloween wedding anniversary that's fucking cool so let's get into the rest of these. So Halloween wedding anniversaries, cool as fuck. I hope I have one one day. Candy corn, fuck candy corn, dude. That shit is gross. It's like, dude, candy corn is like icing that you let sit out on the floor of a dirty ass apartment for like a month and then came back and started packaging it up. 
and just giving it to kids, dude. That's exactly what candy corn is. This shit don't taste nothing like corn. It don't taste shit like candy, so I don't get where the name comes from. It just tastes like, it tastes like nasty ass cake icing. That like it legit tastes like cake icing you ate off the floor, and I hate that. Shit's nasty. Candy corn, fuck you. The only thing worse than candy corn, them circus peanuts. Them shits, ugh, nasty, dude. Also, anything with nuts in it or coconut, like what the fuck, almond joys? Who eats those? And and more importantly, if you're giving people candy for Halloween, don't give them one candy corn, two circus peanuts, and three fucking candy with nuts and coconut almond joys. Just don't give almond joys to anybody. Keep them shits for yourselves and throw them in your own trash can so people can have room in theirs. That's what, in my opinion, of candy corn is. Candy corn is garbage. But so are almond joys, so. Respect. Let's normalize giving everyone Reese's, dude. A place for fucking some good candy. Alright, and then we got Dakota Copeland. Him versus Braden Davis in a casket match this Saturday. Dude, I am hyped. Honestly, about that. Honestly hyped about it because you're kidding me. Dakota actually, dude, I'm going to shout out Dakota real quick. He actually built a coffin, like a legit casket for this match. And that's like, that's cool as fuck. Y'all ain't never had a casket match that cool. Where you build your own coffin, dude? That's Undertaker 93 kind of stuff right there. Or 94, build one for Yokozuna. I remember that promo. So, dude, Dakota, I think you got this in the bag. Low-key, I think Dakota got it in the bag. And I think he's about to take over the Biggie B's vlogs for life, dude. And the promo package, it's dope. It's literally like a 2000... It's like an Attitude Era hot package. Which, like, dude, I lost my mind when I watched it. It's actually a really good hot package. So, I'm looking forward to watching the finished product. Because Dakota told me there's a lot of cool stuff. And I'm very much looking to a lot of the cool stuff for the casket match. Drop it on Halloween. So, hey, back to the question of what you're doing on Halloween. If you ain't doing shit, watch that casket match when it drops. Because that's what I'll be doing. I'll be at a wrestling show, a real wrestling show, watching the damn casket match from Dakota Copeland. And I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm psyched. So, that is dope i'm gonna go i'm gonna skip cmd for a second because he's got an actual question and go to daniel perez your thoughts on me beating your ass every time we step foot in the ring dude sucks <laughs> just can't get one of, hey wait a minute why can't i talk about it well i guess i can because it's dropping tonight you guys should check out action class tonight by the way if this goes out before that and you somehow have listened to this before you've watched that Check on Action Clash tonight. A Battle Royal, boys. I'm in a Battle Royal on that episode, so I'm pumped about it. But just saying, Daniel Perez, you don't stand a chance, dude. I'll beat Daniel Perez's ass every time I step in the ring with him. I don't. I wonder, actually, who has the better record between me and Perez. Because, actually, dude, ain't no way. I don't think I've ever lost to Daniel Perez before. Oh, I did. I did in Florida. Never mind. Okay, so Daniel Perez, dude, thoughts on you beating my ass every time we get in the ring? Just lay up, brother. Stop stiffing me. That's all I can say. Brother me up with some shots, dude. You ain't got to hit me for realsies. So fuck Daniel Perez. But CMD ask, favorite candy, worst candy, and some bucket list costumes. So let's get into the favorite candy first. Reese's Bro Peanut Butter Cups, even though... I just kind of found out that they have this, like, uh, I'm sure it's been out forever. And especially CMD, he's like the he's like the candy and drink master. So I'm sure he gets it. Here he's heard of it. But it's like, I, I don't know. It's like a, I don't even remember the name of it. Man, look at me. I think it's a fast break. I don't know if it's a fast break. Whatever it is, it's the one that's got the chocolate, the peanut butter, the nougat. That shit is good, dude. That shit is real good. So Reese's, man. Reese's are the best candy, hands down. 
fuck what Kevin Ryan says about Reese's, dude. He's disgusting for not liking him. This motherfucker probably eats black licorice. Speaking of worst candy, black licorice is the worst candy. Any kind of licorice is a bad candy. And I don't know who in the 1300s or whenever the fuck it was invented, when they didn't have, when taste buds weren't invented yet, they <clears throat> thought that shit was good. I don't know, but they got to, it's 2020, dude. Don't be giving people licorice. That shit's nasty. Also, another favorite candy. We'll do two favorite candies. Sour Patch Watermelon. That shit is good as hell. The watermelon one, specifically. The Sour Patch Kids are good themselves, but the watermelon <clears throat> Sour Patch Kids are where it's at. And, dude, least favorite candy, licorice, candy corn, Almond Joy. I've kind of already went on a rant on those, but fuck all those things, dude. Almond Joys are gross. Licorice is just, like, licorice shouldn't exist. And, uh... Yeah, fuck candy corn. We already talked about how it tastes like it's off the floor. So, Dooley, you can keep eating your floor icing all you want. Because I don't want none of it. I don't want none of your floor icing. Now, bucket list costumes. There's so many. Because, as a kid, I didn't dress up a lot. Or, I guess I didn't dress up as a lot of different things. Because I was the Undertaker like nine years of my life. <clears throat> different variations of the Undertaker somehow. Almost every year, so I would love uh, a costume. I guess like I want to do people cost like costumes with a group because I was supposed to go as Scooby Scooby Doo and the gang last year with uh, Kenzie Page. Shout out Kenzie Page doing big shit on AEW, doing big shit everywhere. Hunter Drake, shout out Hunter Drake. He just wrestled Jordan Oliver and Blake Christian and what. Has to be a banger. I'm definitely going to watch that match later on YouTube. And if you haven't, go check out Hunter Drake's page. He's posted that shit. Go check out his triple threat with Blake Christian and Jordan Oliver. I'm pumped to watch that. But, fuck, I really be putting people over too much and then I forget where I'm going. But anyways, Hunter Drake, awesome. Supposed to be Scooby-Doo. That's what it was. Supposed to do Scooby-Doo in the game. Me, Kevin. Shout out Kevin Ryan. I love him with all my heart. You guys already know that. Um... It's supposed to be me as Fred, Kevin as, what was Kevin going to be? I think Shaggy? Uh, and then there was like Kenzie, who's like, I don't know. We were supposed to go as the, the gang last year. It ended up being like, not the gang. I ended up dressing in a pink Barney outfit. <laughs> Kevin Ryan dressed in this like skin tight zombie man outfit. But we had like one day notice on it. I will say that. And also... One more thing. Fuck Kenzie Page and fuck Hunter Drake because we tried to go to a spook house last year and they wouldn't let us go. So, yeah. I got heat with them for that. I forgot about that till just now. So, yeah, yeah, screw those guys. Wouldn't let me and Kevin Ryan go to a spook house. Damn. But I would love to do Scooby-Doo in the game. I'll say that. I think that would be cool as fuck. also want to go as, like, <clears throat> uh... Shit, what was I? I literally had this in my head, and I straight up forgot it, like, right as I was... I don't know, I just want to do some, like... Someone do some, like, cool effects, you know, on my face. Because I be seeing people with these special effects on their face, and that's cool as fuck with their, like, latex. I used to be so obsessed with that when I was younger. I would, like, buy latex around Halloween and try to do, like, cool latex things with myself. But I'm not talented enough to do that, so I would just fuck it up every time. But, uh... I just want to do some, like, cool, like, gory costumes or something. I'd also like to be Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. I feel like that's, like, got to be the most, like, difficult costume to wear. So I definitely want to do that for sure. Um, I wanted to be Freddy Krueger. I feel like that would be cool. Cool as heck. I used to actually... Oh, man, that's going into a story right now. I, little known fact, Sean Christopher, a young Sean Christopher. I think I was, like, 15, 14... I used to work at a spook house for real. I used to work at this place in Hollis called the Haunted Chicken House. If you guys have ever <clears throat> checked that out, it's uh, it's a strange haunt, you know. It's a strange one, but uh, I used to work there when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and I played the roles of Pinhead. But here's the thing: they're not really like big on the costume. They don't like give you the costume to wear. You kind of just have to just wear what you got. And then just wear a mask. 
So I remember I was like in this like white Aeropostale shirt, some sweatpants, and a pinhead fucking mask, dude, trying to scare some people. I also uh, worked as Chucky a little bit. We had like three Chuckies, bro. That was dope. Had fun with that. Uh, we used to scare that bejeebus out of people. <clears throat> and uh, also I worked as like an insane asylum patient, but that was like my own room. Kind of like I got to do what I wanted to. Me and my friend Tyler got to like collaborate with what we wanted to do there. So that was cool to have like our own thing to kind of like mold together. So I used to have this cool trick <clears throat> where like the room is basically like um, just like a big, it's like a kind of like an L or a U-shaped like walkway. And around uh, the room, sh- the damn, I can't talk, but around the U-shape, there's like walls with like glass, plexiglass on all of them. Um, and you walk like around it and go out the exit. Um, but I used to do this thing where like as soon as people would walk in, they'd like look in the plexiglass to the right and I just smack the shit out of it with a steel chair because I love WWE. Scare the fuck out of them real quick, dude. Go crazy. And then I'd like, ar- I'd like crawl around the rest of the thing. And then I'd do this sweet fucking hop up. I don't know how I did it, dude. I don't know how I was so athletic. But I used to hop up over the top of this thing and just dangle down as they were leaving. Like, try to mess with them, get everyone all spooked up. I remember this one time, though. It was, like, the fucking funniest thing ever. I had done, I would, I had done, like, the over-the-top, in like, at the end thing. But I was like, what if I, like, split my legs across these two walls and, like, stand above people? I was like, how cool would that be? So I'm doing that. And then my feet slip and I fall. (laughs) I fall like 10 feet right in front of these people. And they're like, dude, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) My little insane asylum patient looking ass just got back in the thing all like embarrassed as fuck that I just fell 10 feet (laughs) from the roof in front of these people. It was like the funniest thing of all time. But... Yeah, dude, so I used to work at a haunted house. That's cool as fuck. And then I started wrestling, and that kind of just, like, I figured out wrestling's a lot scarier than that stuff, so I I got my scary fix being in wrestling. So, uh, damn, I just ran on a really long rant about my haunted chicken house days. But anyways, that was fun, dude. I had fun being the haunted chicken master or whatever the fuck. Damn, this AC straight up turned on again right after I moved. I hate it. But anyways, let's get into the rest of these bad boys we got. Um, we got three more. Caitlin Fowler, part of the Sus Squad, wants to know about late night phone calls, bro. It's not late night phone calls, dude. It's it's like all night phone calls, bro. I think she said all night. Yeah, she did say. I'm the dumbass. But yeah, dude. So. That Among Us Sus Squad thing I was talking about. The reason this podcast is so late is because I stayed up until 11 a.m. the next day on this group call, this group Among Us call, just playing Among Us and hanging out with the Sus Squad all day of night. It was crazy. And I've never felt more mentally fucked up. Then after that, because I didn't even know how to speak by the time 10 a.m. rolled around. That was fun, dude. A lot of fun. I love <clears throat> hanging out with the Sus Squad. So, Jordan Hillier, I don't know. I'm so bad at names, dude, pronouncing them. But he asked, dude, he looks like a manly man, dude. Got an axe in his hand. Respect. But the Mount Rushmore of scary pro wrestlers. Well, you know who's front and center. It's my boy, Undertaker, dude. Undertaker, Kane, his brother has got to be, he's got to be next to him. Because, like, that's, like, the most interesting, uh, like, because it seems like Kane was just, like, a one-off character. He could have easily been a one-off character. And then he ended up becoming one of the most successful wrestlers of all time and one of the most longest like tenured guys so that's so so impressive to me that Kane was able to build an entire career off of just this one kind of like it seemed like a 
I don't know, just like a one-way angle. And, he, you know, he, people just build up to lose to The Undertaker. That was like the thing around that time. So, And he ended up, you know, getting past that and becoming such an incredible <clears throat> pro wrestler. And now he's the mayor, dude. How cool is that? The freaking mayor of Knoxville. That's cool as heck. So Kane's definitely on that list. Undertaker, trying to figure out some more spooky guys. This, I mean, I I was a Boogeyman fan. I'm gonna say that, but also I was like seven, so I don't think I'd put Boogeyman on the the spooky wrestlers. Mordecai, dude, what a guy Mordecai was. Rip to him. Um, I don't know who who else goes on that. Who else goes on that spooky wrestler thing? Because I've always had like a thing for spooky. I think Abyss. I think Abyss from TNA gets on that. Because his thing with, like, Father James Mitchell, I used to, like, because I didn't uh, get, like, I didn't get to watch TNA very often growing up. But I remember on YouTube, I used to look up, like, Abyss, James Mitchell angles, you know, like, trying to figure out, trying to just, like, I really just wanted to watch Abyss, honestly. <laughs> Abyss and Judas Macias in a barbed wire match. I remember I watched that match like 10 times. Judas Macias was cool as fuck. Dude used to spit blood out of his mouth. They have all white contacts in. And I was like, dude, this is my new favorite wrestler of all time. But then it was gone. And I was real sad about that. So, um, I guess Abyss is on that list. And then Vampiro, I guess, would be, would be another one. That should be on that list because he was spooky as hell too. So if you ask my four spooky wrestler Mount Rushmore, it's Undertaker, Kane, Abyss, Vampiro. That's the four. That's the core four right there up there on that Mount Rushmore. There's more. I'm sure I'm leaving out like someone huge, but those are my four that I can think of right now, just off the top of my head. And Aunt D, the macho maid, the love of my life. She made me this cool-ass bracelet, by the way. It says ADS Bastard Child on it. I wear it every day. I barely ever take it off. So thank you, Aunt D, for my bracelet. I appreciate it. And I want you to know that I do be wearing that thing. I do be wearing it every day. And people are always like, whoa, what's that, dude? You must be cool. And I'm like, yeah, dude, no big deal. I got an Aunt D. She hooked me up. So thank you, Andy, for my bracelet. I appreciate it. And I'm sure the rest of ADS appreciate theirs as well. But uh, she asked if I've ever went on a ghost adventures and a, a single ghost adventures. Well, I actually have. I actually have. I went on some spooky ghost adventures before. I used to be very much into the paranormal <clears throat> when I was uh, a little younger. I used to really... Um, be infatuated with it. I used to watch the show Ghost Ghost Hunters, by the way. That show fucking sucks. Ghost Hunters is garbage. Ghost Adventures, on the other hand, that's where it's at, dude. And it's mostly, like, not really for the ghost stuff, but I really like the visual stuff before the show. That shit always used to freak me out. So, shout out Zach Bagans, the man, and Aaron. Poor Aaron always getting fucked. And the other guy, whose name I can't remember. But, yeah, dude, Ghost Adventures was dope. But I used to go on some Ghost Adventures myself. I guess I'll tell a couple stories about that. Some spooky things that have happened. So give me just a second. Let me get a little bit more nicotine in my body. And then I'll talk. So, uh, Ghost Adventures that I've been on. I know I went to this one place, um... in Fruithurst, Alabama. Supposedly, the story behind it is that this young woman, or old woman, actually, uh, older woman, she was in her house with her kids, and someone robbed, someone tied them up, robbed them, and then burnt their house down. Like, burnt the shit out their house. So, and killed them in the fire. That's brutal, dude. Uh, well, obviously, me being a disrespectful piece of shit, I was like, dude, it's time to go spooky ghost hunting there. So, I'm just gonna say, do not do these things. These are me being dumb. I do not condone any of these. 
Um, but you shouldn't do them. And uh, it's illegal, so you definitely shouldn't. But I went to this house with some friends at the time. They've apparently been there a lot. And they've been there, and they're like, do some spooky shit be happening here. So uh, they were walking around this house. We're finding things, looking at things, just trying to be, you know, the ghost adventurers that we are. And then we're standing all together in like the center of this room, this living room. And we're just staring off into nothing, apparently. I don't know why. We're all just standing there staring off. And there's no one missing. I'm just going to say that. So I don't know what exactly happened. But we're standing there. And then all of a sudden, one of the trophies that we had picked up earlier in our like escapades just fucking comes flying at our heads and that bitch breaks behind us and it's like whoa what the fuck just happened so yeah so that's spooky don't know what happened there we never really figured it out it could have been someone playing tricks on us couldn't be could be someone else i know uh me kevin ryan and hunter drake tried to go back to that spot not too long ago and they had torn the whole house down. And there's just a big ass like never ending hole in its place now. Which is even scarier actually. You hear me whistle? Shout out. Take a drink every time I whistle when I say my S's. But. Yeah. So that was spooky as fuck. Um, you know we've been to the graveyard kind of thing. I, I think that's the only true like paranormal experience that I've went looking for. That I, that has uh, that's found me. I remember when I was younger. Um, and this could like, here's the thing. I don't, um, know if ghosts are real. I don't, I don't know. I really don't. I'm still, I'm on the fence about it, but I do know when I was a kid, uh, I used to see this woman and this could just be like a imagination thing. I don't know. But, uh, I see this woman walking around our apartment building. Um, she had this white wedding dress on with blood near the like the center of it and she would just she wasn't threatening but she was I would see her all the time um and it definitely always scared me when I was a kid but she never felt threatening she was just kind of hanging out doing her own thing I remember one time I was in the living room specifically a specific memory as I was in the living room and I was just watching tv and I looked over and she's just like standing next to the couch just watching the tv and I'm like, wow, this bitch really hooked on this TV show. Um, and she just sat there for like a few minutes and I could just still see her. And I didn't want to get up. I couldn't yell. I couldn't do anything. I just looked at her and I was like, man, that lady really be dead, really be in here. So that was weird. I remember there was one time, <clears throat> I don't remember anything like of it, but I remember there was a, I woke up at my, like, a house or a trailer, whatever the fuck we were living in, and all of the cabinets and everything was just open, and they were like, Sean, what did you do? Like, did you do this? You know, you little shit, and I was like, no, it wasn't me. It was uh some dude's name. I couldn't remember, but it was, like, Eddie or something like that. I was like, oh, no, that's Eddie, dude, and they're like, wait, who's Eddie, and I'm like, oh, he's the other guy that lives here, and they're like, wait, 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 wait. there is no other guy living here named Eddie and I was like well dude I definitely saw him I'd definitely be seeing him I was like no he's fine I was like he just kind of runs around and does things and my whole family's like you weird dude you weird as hell but I remember that being a thing I don't know if it was like imaginary friend I could have done it in my sleep I don't know but I know that uh that was a little weird for people to deal with but I remember I used to see that guy running around the house all the time too and I thought he just lived with us and I never said, I was like, I guess this dude just be staying here with us. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I was like, yeah, I, well, maybe I was blamed all my shit on him. Who knows, dude? So ghost, are they real? Or are they not? This is not the podcast to debate that, but I will say I've had some experiences, some strange experiences in my life. So could be, I know that, uh, also there are some times uh, where I went to Donnie's house, my main man, Donnie Janilla, old Bubba, and I would stay with him and some creepy stuff happened. I remember one time we all had this, like, we were all sleeping in the living room on this big-ass mattress, and we're all just laying there, and things have already been creepy. 
like the creepy things have already happened. This night we're all kind of sketched out, which could be the reason. But then all of a sudden, just like the light just boom turns on for no reason, just somehow turns on itself. So everyone was freaked out about that. I remember they did like the blessing the house thing after that to to Galen's house, my other brother Galen. It was his house we were staying at. And then uh, once I was in, I was hanging out at Donnie's house again. I was just laying there, about to go to not not. And then this mattress that we had like propped up against the wall, it doesn't like slide. It doesn't like slowly fall down. It just kind of like slams on the ground. Like it flies forward and just fucking slams on the ground. We're like, whoa, what the? That's scary as hell, dude. So that happened, and that's weird. So I don't know, man. Maybe ghosts are real. Maybe they're not. But I've definitely had some weird experiences that I can't explain. So who knows? But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short little break here. And we'll come back and I will read you my main man, Sean Bradley from 5th grade or 4th grade or, or 2007, Sean. I will read you his masterpiece, his award-winning novel, If You Live near a graveyard so make sure you tune back in my boys ladies and gentlemen if you enjoy the playing with myself podcast by yours truly sean christopher i suggest that you head over to www.storefrontier.com slash sean christopher and pick yourself up the sweet new i love playing with myself t-shirt that just dropped last weekend along with the throwback design of pastry generation done by none other than dakota copeland the goat uh it's me and kevin ryan dressed as pop tarts it's dope so pick those up we got hoodies long sleeves we've got regular tees we got tanks if you need them at the gym check it out check out the designs i've got already up and pick out and pick up yourself some sweet, sweet Sean Christopher merch. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. After that short, short little ad break from your boy here, we're back on Playing With Myself with Sean Christopher. And I've got an announcement. I've got a big announcement to make this Thursday because we're not going to do it Wednesday because I don't want to drop two together and nobody's going to listen to either one of them. So this Thursday, go check out my Spotify because we're going to be dropping a new episode and not just any episode. We are recording an episode with none other than the Pro South champion, the Anarchy, I believe television champion, kill me if I'm wrong, Uh, Tyler Colprett is in the house on Thursday to talk about all kinds of weird stuff. So make sure you check out the podcast dropping Thursday with my main man, the umbrella swinging Tyler Cole Pret. Now, let's get in to a little bit of story time here. But this time it's a legit story time. We're going to be reading If You Live Near a Graveyard, the award winning, written and illustrated by Sean Bradley. So give me one second, let me take a little sip skis, and we will get into this. And I also realized, I'm going to post the picture of this. It's so terribly written. <laughs> it's so terribly, like, drawn, uh, because I don't have good handwriting or drawing anyway, so it's really funny. But uh, give me one second. <sighs> Damn, that shit tasty. So, if you live near a graveyard, let's get so, <clears throat> the cover art, if you live near a graveyard, let's read Let's read some of these, uh, the things that people have signed this book with, because it's really funny. So, we've got Justin Joslin, number 53, Carly Price, Dalton Sims, Roll Tide, he says. Hey, cool book, says Carly Price. Michelle Monroe says she hates Sean. Hell yeah, dude. Me too. So, Courtney Rose Messer said War Eagle, but I marked it out. So, apparently I wasn't an Auburn fan back in the day. Casey Waldrop says that I rock, but dude, you rock, bro. Debbie Vice, that's my teacher. She just wrote her name. What? A, come on, dude. You couldn't write something nice about it. Brittany says, 
Britney, cool book, really cool, off the moon. Hell yeah, dude. If that's not a solid review, I've never heard one. Blakely Nelson just signed her name really large, but didn't say anything about the damn book. And then, from Sean to Sean. You rock, Sean. Thank you, Sean. You're the man. I always knew you had my back, Sean. (laughs) Imagine being so lame that you autograph your own book to yourself. Jesus. All right. So let's read what we got. Pumped. So like I said, we got a cover art here. If You Live Near a Graveyard by Sean Bradley. It's got a tombstone with a hand sticking out of it. So Undertaker 96 vibes. So dedicated to... My teacher, dude, come on, man. You get a dedicated to The Undertaker or something. Oh, my, at the art on this. There's a lot of uh, a lot of names written on these tombstones that have been erased. There's even a smiley face on one of them. So, let's read it. Once there was a boy, Chad, who did not believe, but I misspelled believe, in the haunted graveyard. So, on Halloween... He went to the graveyard with his friend John. Dude, could I have come up with any more basic names? But John believed. They explored the graveyard and nothing happened. So John was thinking about leaving, but Chad said no. Still nothing happened until midnight. A hand suddenly popped out of a grave. John was scared, but Chad thought it was a fake hand until it grabbed John underground. Then Chad got scared. Chad started to run. Second page. He started to run now. (laughs) I don't know why. Why didn't I just finish that sentence on that page? Okay. He started to run now. Um, Dude, there's a really funny illustration here on the second page where it's just a bunch of tombstones. What looks like a bed and uh, a little man, a little box man saying, help. So, he was definitely scared. He tripped over a stick and he was freaking out. Then a mummy jumped out at him. He kept running and running. He ran into a tombstone, eh? but it did not stop him. He kept running. Then all of a sudden, he ran and fell into a coffin. Damn, imagine that. He heard laughter and more laughter. It sounded like his friend. John got out of the grave that pulled him down, and he and Chad started laughing. For sure now, Chad believes... And that is the end. Damn. Two-page novel from your boy. And it the ending really confuses me because I've got some questions for you, 2007 John. Um, if Chad... Let's see. So, one. Here's, here's some things. So, John wanted to leave, but Chad didn't. But John was the one pulling the trick, so why would Chad not be the one who wanted to leave? And he didn't believe anyway, so why would he... What the fuck? Anyways... Uh, but it also says at the end that Chad believes in the haunted graveyard. But, it's obviously not haunted. It's all fake. So why does Chad believe in the haunted graveyard, Sean? It doesn't make any sense. So, from Sean to Sean, you rock, Sean. No, you don't. 2007, Sean, you suck. You left me on a... It doesn't make any sense. Really cool book. Really cool off the moon. I wouldn't say that, but Damn. What a time, dude. What a funny time. I can't... Well, that's it, dude. That's the entire book. I definitely thought it was longer, but that's the first time I've opened this thing in years, so... Hell yeah. If you live near a graveyard... I also think they were supposed to be only two pages, because there should have been more than this, for sure. And this won awards, dude. This legit won an award for, like, the best book in the class somehow. This is garbage, but... Just goes to show you how much the rest of my classes was. So there you go. If you live near a graveyard by none other than 2007 Sean. And boy, was that a an interesting read. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, except that it doesn't... Man, I don't know. I've got so many questions for you, 2007 Sean. I wish I could talk to you right now. But anyways, that's it. That's the end of that book. And that should be the end of this podcast now. This is a little short, a little shorter than usual, but um, we kind of ran through everything pretty quick. But uh, anyways, check out the Store Frontier. 
get yourself some fucking merch, dude. Buy my shit. Buy my merch. Also, tune in Thursday. We've got Tyler Colpret in the house. I've got some more people coming on soon. I've got a list full of people that I've uh that I'm ready to record with and I'm pumped to record with so be looking out for those episodes coming up. I'm going to try to keep this on the Monday Wednesday thing, but if not I might just transfer it over to Tuesday and Thursdays. It seems to be easier that way. I always seem uh too busy. I'm always doing something on Sundays to record, Monday mornings are hard to record and put out the same day and then it's going to be late. Even though this is this is going to be late as fuck today, but Anyways, I appreciate you guys listening to my rambles. It really means a lot that you guys do come and you do listen to all my BS every week. I appreciate it. I love each and every one of you. Um, And I'm going to leave you on this note. Go hug somebody as usual. Give someone a hug. Some people might need it. I be needing them hugs sometimes. I know other people be needing them hugs. So hug someone. Tell people you love them. Uh, give your dogs a hug for me. Dude, I went to this Halloween party. Actually, let me tell the story. I went to this Halloween party. Uh, shout out Jack's dude. He threw a, a hell of a Halloween party, actually. He had an escape room in their house, like in their basement. A pretty solid escape room. It was pretty fun. It took me like third. took me and this like five other people 35 minutes to get out of it. So, I'll tell you how. Just to get out of their basement, it was fun. But, uh, the rest of the Halloween com- party the rest of the halloween party consisted of me taking their dog sam and just holding it for like three hours just held this dog and watched some really weird movies i watched a lot of saw i watched uh the killer clowns from outer space which is like the most insane movie i've ever seen in my life honestly it's so crazy it doesn't seem like it's real (laughs) but anyways that was fun i did go to the halloween party so Anyways, love people. Give your dogs a hug. I've already hugged so many dogs, dude. I just want to give more hugs, though. Tell your cats I love them. Tell your guinea pigs. Tell your chinchilla. Dude, I got to see a chinchilla at this Halloween party. I got to feed it a raisin. That's cool as fuck. Anyways, I keep getting off track. Tell everyone you love them today, dude. Give everyone hugs. Uh, if your friend's not doing okay, check on them. Give them a hug. Give them a, give them a kiss on the cheek if you want to. Who cares? Just love people today. Love people every day. Be good to people. Be how you want to be treated or whatever the fuck the golden rule is. Do that. Treat people how you want to be treated. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I appreciate it. Now go buy my merch. <laughs> no, but we'll see you guys on Thursday. Thank you. Once again, I've thanked you like 150 times already. I'm just rambling at this point. But thank you for listening. Thank you so much for the support you give me. I hope I get to see some, if not all, of you guys either on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday at all those shows. Make sure you check them out. I'll be in Johnson City Thursday, Piedmont, Alabama Friday, Franklin, Georgia on Saturday, and Huntsville, Alabama on Sunday. So come check that out. Come give me a hug. If you don't have COVID. If you have COVID, don't come to the fucking shows. And wear a mask. Wear a mask. Give everyone hugs. Give me a hug. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you later.